sure this is a bastard. And the radio? Are you contacting me on Unregulated radio. I don't Did the panel tell you to do this? So you have a with Clem, the end of the dot. Dial, listener land. 
and welcome in to the broadcast with Clem on this Friday evening. The broadcast is anchoring the Friday triad, which begins in earnest with Rick's Rock Shop, seamlessly flows into the takeover, and then finishes with the broadcast with Clem, which is where you are right now. And uh, we start off with a little bit, just a little snippet of one Sinead Marie Bernadette O'Connor, whom we lost earlier this week, and broadcast is broken up a little bit by that very sad news. She was uh, only 56 years old and an incredible, an incredible talent. She was uh, polarizing and controversial and outspoken and fearless yet vulnerable. And I got to tell you, if you ever met her, which I did, and I'll tell you that story when it comes up. But there's a reason why I played uh, uh, Put Your Hands On Me. I'm excuse me, I want your hands on me. She's disarmingly, she was disarmingly beautiful. I mean, you you actually wouldn't believe how beautiful she was until you were actually looking at her and speaking to her. She was, she was something, I'll tell you. So, the broadcast will be mixing in some Sinead O'Connor throughout the broadcast in various forms via segment and uh, maybe just throwing one in there just to let everyone know that we lost a, a really unique and a ferocious, ferocious voice. I mean, you're also listening to uh, uh, a little bit of a, a concerto in D, uh, concerto in D major, which is a uh, which is a um, Vivaldi tune, and there's a reason for that as well because it's Ju- July 28th, and historically. July 28th is considered a black day in the world of Baroque music, which is basically a catch-all for classical music from a certain period. We'll say 1600 to 1750. And um, this sort of Baroque music, which comes from the word Barocco, which is Portuguese, which means an oddly shaped pearl, because believe it or not, Baroque music was kind of like the punk rock of classical music at the time. It didn't really fit in. It was considered ornamental and exaggerated. And people like Bach and Vivaldi and, and uh, Handel and uh, Monteverde, a whole bunch of these folks were um, considered kind of uh, outlaws, believe it or not. But we lost both Vivaldi and Bach on this day like nine years apart. So it was kind of a um, kind of a weird kind of a weird day. So it's considered a, a black day. So you're going to hear some Vivaldi and some Bach and some other stuff throughout the uh, um, occasionally, just to pay our respects to some of the Titans. But that's neither here nor there because at the end of the day, where we find ourselves now is in this truly pluralistic, omnidimensional approach to audience possibilities. The broadcast with Clem. 
And as you know, here on this Everything Plays Anything Goes radio show, the broadcast with Clem, hearing is believing and you will not, trust me, you will not believe your ears. And I am Clem, your doctor of sound, your arbiter of music, your captain on the sea of tunes, sonic gate, keeper of the faith, audio key, master of ceremonies, leading this trek through the through the unknown we're looking for things that you need to hear things that you need to put into your ears here from the wave radio boston studios which is where we find ourselves between 10 p.m and midnight ish and i'm here in my laboratory my lecture hall my operating room my supreme court of pop culture righteousness the nerve center the broadcast wrbrocks.com but I'm here, you're there, we know, the, we know the drill now. But we can be together, so let's do that. So the ways that you can do that is, for those of you at the end of the dial listener land, you can give us a, a phone call, please, at the uh, illustrious A. Bruce listener line, 617-829-9283, or text us here, 617-764-9283, and uh, we will try to accommodate you the best that we can. Um, in, in fact, this very first segment, we have a request um, that was made while I was making fish tacos. That's right, I can multitask. I can grill halibut for fish tacos and take requests for a show in an hour or two after that. So, um, and you can do, obviously, if you find, find me on Clement Chelmsford on uh, Facebook or Instagram, all of those things, you can find my posts and, you know, give me a shout leave a request, a short story, a limerick, whatever you want to do. But, you know, this particular show, as I'm watching it, it is definitely taxing to the runway, because we're ready to go, I think. Without question, we're ready to go. And uh, you don't want to be left at the gate, because we're going to go through the night and we're going to go through the night with Tyrant. The broadcast welcomes you in. Enjoy.
cat was cold, he said Don't call us child, we'll call you I said, you got my number? Facebook and Twitter at Wave Radio Boston.
little bit of uh, parliament right there. To testify. The short version. We could have done the long version, but I felt like hearing the short version. Which is uh, an awesome... It's actually like their, their first album technically is 1970. After their sort of New Jersey doo-wop phase. And by 74, they were getting ready to take flight and begin intergalactic funk. And uh, that particular album, Up for the Downstroke, 1974, is it's a great example of where they were headed. And before that, we had, by request by one Joey B, wanted to hear a little Davy Vane. Little Bay Area sleaze. And uh, I'm glad that I was able to help him scratch that particular itch. And that's off of the, the No Respect album, 1989, their first. You know, Davey actually started out as a producer. I don't think he actually really wanted to be a rock star. And got started just a touch late for his particular brand of music. You know, like so many people before him just kind of caught the tail end of that sort of sleaze hair metal sound which was dovetailing into the burgeoning alt grunge sound but still put out a couple of good albums that one and the one that followed were standouts and that was uh, Beat the Bullet so we're happy to get that one out to you Joy B before that we heard Don't Call Us, We'll Call You by Colorado's own Sugarloaf. Cool bands. Had a little Beatles riff in there. I always like it when bands are clever enough to reference another band and sneak it in without it sounding forced or contrite. And we start off the broadcast this evening with Tyrant. Through the Night off of a cool album from 1985 called Legions of the Dead. And as we like to say here on the broadcast, you are officially all caught up with what's gone down. And what's gone down now is our first segment of the evening. And I'm jazzed to bring it to you. And the best way to do that is to probably just do this. Spin Magazine cover. Two. Cover? The cover of Rolling Stone. Cover shoot. Cover to cover. issue. Cover. Rang? You're going to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. What else is on the cover? On all those magazine covers. Cover. Rang? Hammer. Enemy. Cover to cover. It was on the cover of the magazine. Hit Magazine. Rolling Stone Magazine. The cover. Cover. Cover to 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 cover. Now this is Cream Magazine, this is Rolling Stone. Cover to cover. Magazine! 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 Yeah, magazines! On the cover of Rolling Stone. I write for Cream Magazine. Cover to cover. Always be smiling. Beautiful. So the basic premise of cover to cover is as follows. 
we will take a band or an artist that graces the cover of a magazine and we will then do that band or artist covering another band or artist. So they're on the cover and they are providing you with a cover. So it's cover to cover. And sometimes we, we don't want the fun to end or it just continues on. And for it to be a complete and true cover to cover, we will try to play a song that the band or artist covering that band or artist will try to do that band or artist that they just covered. So there will be a true cover to cover. And when that happens, you'll hear this. Bonus track. Bonus track. Bonus track. Bonus track. But sometimes that's not in the cards and we're just going to play the cover song and let it lie. And when that happens, you will hear this. Bonuses. No. Bonus. No bonus. No, 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 the truth is, though, we're not really sure what it's going to be until after that first song, the first cover to cover, is complete. So you're going to have to stay tuned throughout the entire broadcast, but most namely this particular part here. So, our cover this week comes to us from the illustrious Rolling Stone, issue number 642, October 1992. And strangely, in the corner, it says, Bob Dylan Tribute. Now, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but I hope you do. Because at that very, very same concert, one Chris Christopherson went up to this cover folk and says, Don't let the bastards get you down. So, do you know who I'm talking about? Well, I'm talking about the woman of the hour, Sinead O'Connor. And her cover of Nirvana's All Apologies. What else should I be? All apologies. What else should I say? Everyone is gay. What else could I write? I Of her enemy in 
You're listening to Wave Radio Boston. Not serving the public interest, just our own.
and we like to point out what's going on in the broadcast big jazz bed when it's appropriate and it's appropriate now must happen along to uh, Jim Galloway talented horn player excuse me readist from Canada and his version of do you know what it means to miss New Orleans And uh, the things that were happening on the broadcast proper, however, we should probably discuss those as well. That was uh, Hell on Earth by Hostile Rage. 2011, I believe is the year on that particular track. Before that we had, uh, I think that's actually a vinyl selection, Look Up to the Sky by Blood, Sweat and Tears. And before that, we had our cover-to-cover segment in all of its glory. It was highlighted by the woman of whom we are mourning when when she comes up in the transom of the broadcast's mind. We play something by her. She was something, I'll tell you. And uh, something about her singing that particular stark all apologies seemed very befitting to what we're what we're doing here this evening. And it was a true cover to cover, so Miss O'Connor's song was then followed by Nirvana, Benna's son. And that's actually off of the Insecticide album. And that is a very old tune. That's actually off of their very first EP. Not Bleach. Blue. If you go back that far. And if you've seen the, um, the import. The UK import. If you ever were able to get your hands on that. Awesome back cover. It shows like a OBGYN. Uh, like after it's been used. So it's got like. Just kind of like. Disrepair. It's not disgusting it's just like uh, it's been worked used and there's something about that it's in black and white it's very kind of bizarre especially at the time and uh, that Ben's son was originally the drum was that the drumming was actually of course um, Chad Channing and not Dave Grohl on the EP blue but I, ch- I chose to use the insecticide version from 1992 and the reason why I did that was because it was actually a live recording from a BBC um, the Mark Goodler show and it's Dave Grohl's version is far superior in a lot of ways and not the least of which because of his sonic acumen so that's what we did there and now you're officially all caught up with what's gone down And we're now moving into our very second segment and it seems pretty early but it's how it's queued up so that's we're gonna we're gonna follow it to its uh, logical conclusion and what I mean to say when I say that is it's time for the one the only often trying to be duplicated but never quite done you know what it is 
Name that movie. That's right. It's the broadcast famous Name That Movie, in which I'll provide you with three quotes from three separate films, and you, at the end of the Dial Listener Land, will try to determine which film the broadcast is thinking of, and the way that you'll know is by the song that I play following the three clips. And you can text in or call in, obviously, the Abrams Listener Line, 617-829-9283, or text us, 617-764-9283. The last four numbers spell the word wave, as in Wave Radio Boston. So if you think you know which one we're thinking of, and you feel lucky, go ahead and reach out. We'd love to hear from you. So I will play three clips, three different films, and we'll just let it go where it goes. That's the best way to do it. So, without further delay. Name that movie. And that was the name of the movie. What's the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie? Name it. Movie? And here's your first clip to this week's Name That Movie. I did it. I did it. Look at this puppy. 50,000 big ones. You know what this means? No summer school. Wait a minute. You gave me your word. That was the old word. My new one is money. A man of your integrity would let a mere 50 grand weaken his commitment to education? I have seen lesser men win millions in the lottery go right back to bussing tables. They're friggin' morons! <laughs> well, Mr. Shub, congratulations. You've been chosen to teach summer school. You'll be teaching remedial English. Remedial English? Look, I ain't no English teacher. See? Double negative. No, I uh, hand out basketballs, check for jock straps. I'm like very challenged. Oh, I'm not a real teacher. That's all right. These aren't real students. They're unmotivated, irresponsible, not too bright. No, no, look, the only reason I got into this whole teaching gig in the first place is to get my summers off. No, I'm afraid my answer has to be no. Bottom line, Mr. Shoup, you need my recommendation for tenure. This is blackmail. We call it school spirit. So is that the quote? Well, one down, two more to go. Here's your second quote in this week's Name That Movie. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? Yeah, I stabbed a man in the heart. I saw that. Brick killed a guy. Did you throw a trident? Yeah, there were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy with a trident. Brick, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You should find yourself a safe house or a relative close by. Lay low for a while, because you're probably wanted for murder. I'm proud of you, fellas. You all kept your head on a swivel, and that's what you gotta do when you find yourself in a vicious cockfight. Can you believe Mantooth and the whole Channel 9 Evening News team? I'm, where's your mommy? Someone's gotta change your diapers. I'm telling you, this Corningstone business is really hurting our rep. I know exactly what you mean, Brian. Every newsman in this city's laughing at us. And I don't like it. I don't like the put-downs. We're gonna do something about it. It is time to put an end to this. Because last time I looked at the dictionary, my name's Ron Burgundy. What's your name? Brian Fantana. Champ Kine. Brian Fantana. No, you're prick. I'm Brian. So that's the second clip. Is that the film that we're thinking of? Again, hard to know until you hear all three. And here's the third and final clip in this week's Name That Movie. Oh, great. The speech is... My lords, ladies and gentlemen, pray silence for the best man. 
told me he was getting engaged to Lydia. I, I congratulated him because all his other girlfriends have been such complete dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Although, may I say how, how, how delighted we are to have so many of them here this evening. <laughs> I'm particularly delighted to see Camilla, who, who, who uh, many of you will probably remember uh, as the first person Bernard asked to marry him. If I remember rightly, she told him to uh, sort off. <laughs> and lucky for Lydia that she did. <laughs> so is that the clip <laughs> that I'm thinking of? I'm sorry, but listening to him laugh is actually making me laugh, so I'm sorry. <sighs> so <laughs> I'm sorry. So, those are your three clips. <laughs> so, those are your three clips. And uh, and here's the song. And uh, text it or call or whatever, whatever you want to do. Too busy. 
Taste of the Tropics Song of the Week also comes to us from Sinead O'Connor because no one covers Prince like Sinead O'Connor does and Radio Riddler and I would die for you.
this just in, we need your help. If you love all the great content here on WRB from our live hosts, like the guy talking, great music, like what you just heard, that you don't hear anymore, new music from artists you've never heard of, cool interviews, and much more, now is the time to help us keep it going. So mark your calendars. Do it right now as we live and breathe for September 16th. Because that date is going to be a big one for us all. Humanity. All of us. So please join us at Taffeta in Lowell, Massachusetts. The flowering city. For the first annual WRB Rock for Rent event. That's right. Rock for Rent event. September 16th at Taffeta in Lowell. This is going to be an evening of great music from our, all of our favorites, all to support the station that you know and love. So come out to Taffeta in Lowell on September 16th and help rock for rent. Please don't make me come and knock on your door and try to coerce you to come down. Do it on, of your own volition. Please, you need to do this. I mean, listen to the music that you're hearing. This is what you want. This is what you need. This is the good stuff. So please, we'll see you there. Thank you very much. And all I guess all I can say is... Now, music throughout the night. But there is more going on. And uh, so the best way to do that probably is to just take a moment and think about what it is that we may have just heard. So what you just heard before you heard breaking news was you heard some Alley Cat Scratch. And that's uh, some more Bay Area sleaze. A little bit later than Davey Vane's band there. Um, but around the same time as their second album. Uh, 93, you know, grunge is now in full effect. But that band is was a really cool little band and that that album is uh, Dead Boys in a Trash Can excuse me Dead Boys in Trash Cans and uh, that's a really cool little band cool song take a bite out of me and before that we had our 420 song of the week our Taste of the Tropics song of the week which is um, always a favorite here and it's a good way to mellow on out which sometimes we need to mellow it out and uh, as I said no one covers Prince quite like Sinead O'Connor and her and Radio Riddler doing an awesome version of I Would Die For You and before that from 19 like 80s band so I'm going to say 84 Honor Among Thieves Queen City Stomp by a band called Anthocene and uh, that was a really, just to wake us up a little bit, after a little prog rock fron from Steve Morse and his Dixie Dregs and Punk Sandwich. You know, his instrumentals are just, well, they're all instrumentals. But that particular one I've always really enjoyed, and that's from 79, and that's off of the uh, Night of the Living Dregs, Punk Sandwich. And then we had another sort of upbeat number, we'll call it, from 
from Jerry's Kids, and that's 83, uh, Tear It Up, and that's off of uh, Is This My World. A couple 80s bands in there that are, uh, that need to be heard that you just don't hear anymore. And then, of course, we did have someone um, after, I, I believe, from what I understand, I, I, I was cracking up and laughing, and that's something that happens to me when I hear a really, really open, heartfelt laugh. It makes me want to laugh, which is a good thing, probably. But it's it's a um, it's definitely a failing of mine. If anyone starts really laughing and it's genuine, I will begin laughing as well. And uh, so that's what happened there. So I apologize to all of you at the end of the Dow Listener Land for not being able to keep my composure. As a matter of fact, I feel like I might start laughing again just thinking about how I was laughing. So I'm going to show you my professionalism by not doing that. Anyway, Eric from uh, Long Branch. Uh, it's like a beach town down near North uh, New Jersey. Excuse me, in New Jersey. Um, I didn't say it in a mean way. It's a beach town. So he's probably sitting on a beach or near a beach or thinking about the beach or sand's blowing into his drink or something. All of that stuff is great this time of year, so so continue doing that. Um, but Eric was correct. Blue's image, Ride Captain Ride, is from the Anchorman soundtrack or film, I should say. And that was one of the clips contained therein. And uh, thank you again for bearing with me through <laughs> through that very, very sticky patch there. But I made it through, and, and you will as well. So, And it is now time for our very next segment, because it's been a while since last we spoke, so it's time that we, it's time that we get some, some stuff done here. And I think we cue this up right now. I think we'll enjoy this. And it is time for, well, this. That's right, it's time for birthday, death day, which is where we, we talk about someone who is celebrating a birthday on this day, and somebody who should be selling a birthday, celebrating a birthday that is no longer with us, so we're, we're mourning that person. And we're going to start off with the person that we're mourning. And I will tell you at the, uh, at the outset that uh, both of these, these gentlemen, one is no longer with us, of course, but the other, both excellent keyboard players, so it has kind of a keyboard feel. There were some other big birthdays in the last week. Mick Jagger turned 80. I think Slash had a birthday. There were some other ones that were fairly obvious, but the two that were chosen by the production team, I think were in keeping, so... Let's get right to it. We are bemoaning the loss of one Richard Wright, or most people know him as Rick Wright, co-founder of Pink Floyd. And um, he would have been 78 years old today, but he is no longer with us. Um, he was an interesting character though, I gotta tell you. Um, he was certainly the most musical of the band, especially um, 
when they started. Um, he taught himself guitar, piano, uh, trumpet, trombone, violin. He, very musical, smart man. And he went on to take that love of most notably the piano. And uh, he basically, he learned um, at the feet of Eric Gilder, who is a renowned teacher and musicologist. And um, so his training is, is legit and spot on. Um, so, but after that, he, he finds himself at uh, the university, uh, the Polytechnic University in Westminster. And that's where he meets the rest of the, um, what would end up being his rhythm section, or the rhythm section for Pink Floyd. That's where he runs into Roger Waters and um, Dave Mason. And they start a band. And on the very first recording session after they start the band, a young, very shy, gifted guitar player songwriter is at the session, kind of sitting in, that they're kind of trying out different people. Ends up being the infamous Sid Barrett. Now Sid is, um, Sid of course, his, his tale is, is overtold, so, um, so we're getting back to Rick, and, 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 and what you need to know about Richard Wright is that there would be no Pink Floyd, especially the first three albums, his, his importance in the, in the 60s albums cannot be, it can't be understated, or excuse me, overstated, because he basically wrote all the arrangements, helped write the songs, sang in some cases, tuned both Barrett and Waters' guitar and bass on stage during performances, and uh, also was the roadie. He was responsible for loading the gear in and out. He basically did everything. Um, so by the time the Dave Gilmore era is, sh is shepherded in, he starts to recede to the background. That doesn't mean his talent recedes. You know, his sonic contributions are everywhere. You can hear them throughout all of their albums. Um, but by the time 82 rolls around, or right before the wall, like the Animals LP, you know, there starts to be some grumbling that he's not really contributing the way he used to. The band's starting to get tired. The sound is starting to get a little bit different. And, um, you know, we, we end up having things split and splinter and come back together and then reunions and then you know that's an old tale so we don't need to get into that but it's important to mention that as a keyboard player you know I mean along with like Rick Wakeman and Tony Banks of Genesis Keith Emerson of course of Emerson Lake and Palmer and even um, even Levitz from the, the Dixie Dregs that we heard earlier um, He's a giant in the pantheon of Prague keyboard players. I mean, Farfisas, organs, Mellotrons, Moogs and other synths, you know, all sorts of harmonians, all sorts of stuff. He is really the man. And the song that we've chosen to play by him is uh, a song that he's actually playing just the piano on. It's very straight. Into the, there's a lot of instrumentation around him, but he's playing a very simple piano line. And he's singing, which is, um, you know, he doesn't sing very often, but when he does, it's very haunting. And it's lilting and haunting at the same time as piano and singing. And it's uh, the Remember a Day is the song. And it's just truly one of his, his best. And it's strange because um, the guitar is, um, 
Sid Barrett is playing is playing slide guitar and acoustic guitar. There's no Roger. There's no um, there's no Dave Mason actually playing drums on this. It's um, the producer Norman Smith is playing drums, and Dave Gilmore is not playing on this. It's kind of a strange. Even though he's in the band, he's not playing on this. It's kind of a strange thing. It's just Roger Waters, and um, and Rick, and um, Sid Barrett, and of course Norman Smith uh, producing and drumming at the same time. So that's a song that we're going to be playing um, from them. And then after that, there's another really really excellent, kind of like forgotten sort of sort of guy there. Um, and his name is uh, Greg Jufria. And you know him from the band Jufria. And we're not playing anything from them. Maybe later on the show, a little teaser there. Um, but uh, he, he's actually turning 68 this week. So happy birthday, Greg. Also a tremendously gifted keyboard player. And um, we're going to highlight, we're going we're gonna to put the spotlight on a band that he was in called Angel that was actually discovered by Gene Simmons. And the flamboyant costumes, and they were very glam at a time when glam was just starting to become a thing, you know, but in a different way, the way they did it was more of Kiss meets T-Rex. It had sort of, but with a prog sensibility, it was a very strange thing. And so the Kiss sort of comparisons start to recede after a little while. Um, and when you when you hear the song that we're going to be playing um, from them, um, Pressure Point, you'll hear it's this song rocks. I mean, this is not just a um, a flashy sort of glam song. This song's got some attitude to it. So, um, and also there's also you know any time that we can that we can talk about Punky Meadows, um, the prettiest guitar player ever. And there's actually. Um, um, there's actually a song that Frank Zappa <laughs> that Frank Zappa has called Punky Whips which um, if you ever heard the live version where him and uh, Terry uh, Terry Bozio they they do their little Punky Whips thing when they're talking about Punky Meadows the guitar player he he literally is like the template for what would come in the 80s palm tree hair he looked he was very androgynous he might have been the first one to really pull it off in a way that he did. Um, let's see if I can dig up some, see if I can dig up some, um, some audio of Frank and Terry, um, during the, when they're playing so you can hear this, but it's hilarious. Um, but if you listen to Punky Whips, you'll hear what they're talking about with the guitar player. But back to Greg, um, you know, he plays through the eighties in, uh, and House of Lords, which not much success there. And then quits the record business, ends up in business with Lee Iacocca, of all people, and um, Alan Paulson of um, Gulfstream Aerospace becomes like CEO or COO, the operating officer of this gigantic real estate development conglomerate, lives in Vegas, golfs every day. So he's done fairly well for himself. Congratulations, Greg go out and hit some balls on the golf course. I wish I was out there with you. And um, so anyway, I've yapped long enough. That's your birthday death day for this particular week. So we're going to play some Pink Floyd and some Angel and some other stuff afterwards before next we speak again. 
Um, thank you very much for bearing with me. I know that was a long segment, but when the broadcast starts talking about things, we can't help ourselves. So, without further delay, Remember a Day by Pink Floyd. Enjoy.
sorry to interrupt, but I want you to hear Frank talking about Frank and Terry Bozio talking about Punky Meadows in this little bit right here. I was able to find it, so here you go. Listen to this. Terry, you recently fell in love with a publicity photo of a boy named Punky Meadow, lead guitar player from a group called Angel. In the photograph, Punky was seen with a beautiful, shiny hairdo in a semi-profile which emphasized the pooched-out succulents of his insolent, pouting rictus. The sight of which drove the helpless young drummer mad with desire. I can't stand the way he pouts. he might not be pouting for me. Monkey Meadows pouting for you? <laughs> He's not pouting for me. His hair's so shiny and it's done real nice. I'll say goodbye to love No one ever cared if I should live or die Time and time again the chance for love has passed me by And all I know of love is how to live without it I just can't seem to find it So I've made my mind up I must live I'd say goodbye to love There are no tomorrows for this heart of mine Surely time will lose these bitter memories And I'll find that there is someone to believe in And to live for something I could live for All the years of useless search of
so you know in the big jazz bed there's this is a uh, the modern mandolin quintet doing the baroque bach classic sheep may safely graze got a holiday feel to it because it is kind of a holiday song. But as you know, July 28th is Black Day. We lost Vivaldi and Bach on this day about nine years apart a long time ago. At this point, like 300 years ago. So... And so what did we just hear? So we just heard Shut the Fuck Up by Toxic Narcotic off of um, 2002 release. And that was preceded by The Carpenters, Goodbye to Love, which is off of uh, Song for You, 1972. And then we had our birthday, death day, songs of the week. Remember a Day by Pink Floyd, remembering keyboardist extraordinaire Richard Wright, and Pressure Point by Angel, in which we were honoring and celebrating the birthday of Greg Jafria and his cool keyboard work, as well as Punky Meadows guitar work and subsequent Uncle Frank and Terry and their thoughts on his promotional photo. If you go online, I think you can actually find it. If you type in Punky Meadows image, you will see him pouting and puckering, the original photo of which they're speaking of. And you'll see why he is widely regarded as the prettiest guitar player in rock history. And now we're moving into, well, it looks like, the, looks like a, it's a nice night. It really is a nice night for the theme park. So let's head on over to the theme park and see what's going on over there. Maybe get ourselves a Blinks funnel cake. Sense of theme. Have in common. Connected. Theme. What do they have in common? The theme? Find the theme. What are these things? There's a theme. Is there a theme? That we're all connected. A theme. What are we are all connected. What do these things have in common, you ask? Does it have a theme? Seems like a good theme. Connected. See what they all have in common? They are connected. A theme. We need a theme. A simple theme. What do all these seemingly disparate things have in common? Don't hear a theme. Connected. Variations on a theme. What do they have in common? We need a theme. Theme. Connected. That seems to be his theme. What do they all have in common? All connected. Connected. Do they have in common? Is there a theme? You want a theme? I'll give you a theme. Tonight's theme. So it's a five-song mix for this evening's theme park. And if you are astute and can ferret out what the five songs in the theme park have in common with one another, then yes, you will win prizes. Beach towel, made in India and purchase from the Christmas tree shop, which is sadly going under. So it might be the last time you get something from there. It's a good beach towel, brand new, made in India, by way of the Christmas tree shop. 
and uh, it's yours if you're able to determine what these songs have in common with one another. So, Hebrews Listener Line, 617-829-9283. Text Line, 617-764-9283. Reach out, figure out, give us a shout, give us a text. We'd love to hear from you. Because this week's theme park begins now.
can't hold it on the road When you're sitting right beside me And I'm drunk out of my mind Merely from the fact that you are here And I have not been known as the saint of San Joaquin And I'd just as soon right now Pull on over to the side of the road And show you what I mean Da-da-da-da-da-da-da I can't hold my eyes on the white line out before me When your hand is on my collar And you're talking in my ear And I have been around with a gypsy girl named Shannon Daughter of the devil It is strange that I should mention that to you I haven't thought of her in years This road's on fire 
the road that goes to my house and how the green grows there and we got special boots to beat the path to my house and it's careful and it's careful when I'm there and I say your uncle was a crooked French Canadian and he was gut shot running gin and how his guts were all suspended in his fingers and how he held them how he held them held them in This is the story of the road that goes to my house And what ghosts there do remain And all the troughs that run the length and breadth of my house And the chickens, how they rattle chicken chains And we'll remember this when we are old and ancient Though the specifics might be vague And I'll say your camisole was a sprightly light magenta When in fact it was a nappy bluish grey And the water rolls down the drain The blood rolls down the drain It never 
just tabulating. And at the very beginning of July morning, by Uriah Heep, off of the Look at Yourself album, 71, which incidentally was co-written by the great Ken Hensley, another keyboard player, and this sort of weird keyboard theme that we have going here. Um, so yeah, we did have a winner, Gary from Fairwood, Washington, outside Spokane was able to determine that all five songs in question deal with July. So working backwards, like I said, we had Uriah Heap with July Morning, which was not the 10 minute version, but we, we used the uh, seven inch single um, for time purposes. It got its point across, so we figured we'd go with that one. Before that, we had July, July by the Decemberists, 03 off the Castaways and Cutouts LP. Before that, the Pride of Birmingham, or one of the Prides of Birmingham, I should say. A lot of great bands came out of there, obviously. And that would be uh, Ocean Color Scene and their song, July. And that's um, one from the modern that's the name of the LP that came off of. And before that, we had a personal favorite of the broadcast. One of my favorite guitar riffs ever, acoustic guitar riffs, brought to us by John Stewart. No, not that John Stewart. The folk guitar John Stewart and his California Bloodlines album from 1969. Excellent album, underrated LP. And July, You're a Woman. More than anyone I've ever known. I can't hold it on the road when you're sitting there beside me. And before that, we started off the theme park with uh, John Garcia side project. And you know John Garcia from Caius and that Palm Desert High Sound, one of his one of his many side projects. Uh, slow burn and his song July and that's from um, um, a, he only it, it only had one EP actually it was a very side side project from 97 um, amusing and amazing is the EP that that comes from and we love John Garcia because he's amazingly talented and as we like to say here, you are officially caught up with what's gone down. Thank you all for playing all the texts and phone calls. Not quite flooded like the North Country was a couple of weeks ago, but we definitely got our share of, of business and we love that. So thank you very much. And so it's now time for our very next order of business. And, uh, I'm very excited because we didn't do it last week. We didn't have enough time, but we definitely have time this week. So as you can imagine, I've scrubbed up because the doctor is, well, you know where he is. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. Same. Doctor. 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 
Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor. And get the machine that goes. Doctor. Doctor. Glad I'm not sick. And so this week, for our open song surgery song of the week, it comes to us from the woman we've been honoring this week, Miss Sinead O'Connor. And the song is Mandinka. Now, if you're a certain age, you remember this was her coming out party to most of us in the U.S. 1987. I mean, I guess if you weren't really big on MTV at that particular time, you might not remember the video and you might be more familiar with Nothing Compares to You. But if you were kind of into 120 minutes in college radio at that particular point in time, you remember this really, really excellent album. Her first album, The Lion and the Cobra, which is biblical, in case you're wondering, you will have to walk past the lion and the cobra. And um, so this uh, particular song was released in December of 87 and was off the Chrysalis label. And she produced the entire album essentially by herself. She's 21 years old when she did this. I mean, amazing when you think about it. She just that she was given that sort of free reign. And um, it's also the birth of the shaved head was because of this. Um, and you remember that the album cover, they show her with her fist kind of making an X with her shaved head. The English or the UK version shows her screaming. Um, but the, the American market didn't think that that's, that would actually fit well, look too angry. Um, she shaved her head, actually, strangely, um, according to Legs McNeil, in, um, in her uh, memoir, Remembering, Rememberings, if you have a chance to read it, pick it up, it's the best time now to remember her life. Legs said that she shaved her head because executives at Chrysalis said, do you think you could be a little bit more girly? Now, again, I don't want to get into it too much. Ran into her at the corporate tents outside the Flood Festival, Randall Island, um, before Van Morrison went on. So we're talking 97, 98, a brief, small encounter after her set, in, in which she also sang, I Want Your Hands On Me, which was incredibly erotic, even in a big crowd. Um, and all I could say to her when I saw her, I bumped into her literally, when she was signing and talking to someone, is I said... A nice set to which she kind of cocked her head and smiled at me I don't want to get into too much of what was said but I just gotta tell you this was a beautiful beautiful woman she was disarmingly beautiful and controversial and tough and she will be sorely sorely missed because when you say more girly she had a face like an angel she was beautiful what a beautiful woman talented beautiful voice the way she would sing and this particular song mandinka is a prime example of this she really you really hear her in the chorus start to show her claws so to speak um and of course mandinka is the name of an african tribe which helps you understand the context of the song 
And um, she got the idea after reading Roots, uh, the Alex Haley, Alex Haley giant tomb. Um, and that's where the, the title comes from. But it was recorded at Oasis Studio in Camden, which is, which is a part of London. And uh, like I said, essentially self-produced at 21 years old. And she, um, this, this particular album that Mandinka's on shows up on most lists of top 100 albums of the 80s, rightfully so. And this song is a great way for us to say goodbye to Miss O'Connor in our open song surgery segment is our way of saying goodbye to a beautiful woman who I had a chance to spend a few moments with and speak to. And again, I won't keep... I'm going to keep some of what was said and to myself, but I would like to just say she will be sorely missed. She was a talented, talented woman. So without too much more delay, it is time to go under and experience Mandinka by one Miss Sinead O'Connor. Okay, Clem, here we go. Forceps. the art line. You hyperventilating the patient. No, doctor. Raise the bone Red some bomb scissors. Red some bomb scissors. Get that
you miss the way radio used to be? So do we. We're Wave Radio Boston.
disposable. Lighter. Song. Huh? The week. Lighter? You're lighter! And our disposable lighter song of the week comes to us from Jufria and Call to the Heart from 1984. Lighters up.
clan. And now, back to our studios. It's time for... What is it time for? That's a good question. What is it time for? Oh, well, I see what it's time for. Because I can see it in the distance. It's time for... Well, let's see. What is this? Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time. Well, are, are we going to talk about what we've heard? Or are we going to do... Wheel of Time. Okay, well, I think it's... To do our due diligence, we should probably at least do what we've heard before. So, what did we hear? Well, that was our Disposable Lighter song of the week, which came to us from Jufria and Call to the Heart from 1984. DJ Isla on vocals on that one. And before that, we had uh, Guilty as Sin with their tune Frothing at the Cunt. And then we had She's a Mystery to Me by one Roy Orbison, which is a song written by Bono and The Edge. And they gave it to Roy. He sang it to them, and they said, We can't sing that now. It's now been taken. Roy has an ability to do that. And there's some talk about who that song may have been about, and that may or may not have been about the woman that we just lost, Ms. Sinead O'Connor, which was our open song, surgery song of the week, and Mandinka. But between Roy and Miss O'Connor, we heard a very cool song by Cat from 1986, Metal and Hell, and the song, of course, Metal and Hell. And you are now officially caught up with what has gone down. And it seems in keeping now that we've already mentioned that the Wheel of Time is spinning ever nearer to us. That we should probably give it a tug and find out what is actually on our Wheel of Time for the week. So, here we go. The 60s. Spin The 80s. The wheel. 70s. 90s. The wheel. The aughts. 60s. Spin the wheel. Spin it. The 90s. The 70s. The wheel. Sons of time. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. The future. This wheel of wonder. Oh, landed on the aughts. As you know, the wheel of time has. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the aughts on pegs, and it landed on the aughts, so let's see what's in the envelope corresponding to the aughts. And the song. Nice, Rat on a Sinking Ship by the band Dog Fashion Disco, off of the album Beating a Dead Horse to Death Again from, 19, from 2008. This is your... Wheel of Time, Song of the Week.
requests? Yes. Patrick's family. But he's not taking requests. Do you guys take requests? Any requests? And I'll grant your request. You uh, take requests? I only take requests on Sunday. Take, take, take requests. Remember the odds. I've officially stopped taking requests. Any requests? But we don't take requests. Please make all your requests request. Any requests? Are you taking any requests from me? You take requests? I don't do requests! Ladies and cafe, hello? And it is hot, but some like it hot. The power station.
July Blues by Mike Bloomfield in the broadcast Big Jazz Bed in the background. And from our final segment there, we had our Wheel of Time song of the week from Dog Fashion Disco, Rat on a Sinking Ship in 2008. Seeing as aughts was the decade in question it's followed up by New Orleans legend Willie T from 1970 I'm only a man we then had from 2004 No No the Girlfriend from the uh, Riverboat Gamblers followed by Clem's Request and Shallow Water Song of the Week Supergroup of sorts, combination of Robert Palmer and Duran Duran, the power station, and some like it hot because it was hot today. So hot that the pool was about 90 degrees today. So, and then at the very end, there we had really cool Swedish punk band from the mid 90s called Final Exit, and their quick blurt might have been actually their last blurt. They broke up for about 10 years after that, I believe. And uh, that's all the news that's print to fit. And I would say that we are now rounding into the very, very end. And I'm afraid that once we hear the sound that I think we're going to hear, that that will be the end. And we all know what that sound is, especially when we hear it. So, and there it is, which means that we have reached this week's final destination. So please 
Check your immediate area. Things definitely have moved. You have been moved. We have been moved. Things have jostled and been thrown asunder. It's time for this week's quote, which is an old English proverb which says, A swarm of bees in May is worth a load of hay. A swarm of bees in June is worth a silver spoon. But a swarm of bees in July is not worth a fly. Which sums it all up, I think, as we reach the end of July. So on behalf of everyone here at the broadcast, we'd like to thank you for sharing your Friday night here with us at Wave Radio Boss and WRBRocks.com. So here's hoping that your house of cards is stacked with aces and remember that the present is the future past. And until next time, this is Clem signing off. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. There was a weird sound. Now it fog farewell. Until next time. Good night. Broadcast. That's our broadcast for tonight. All a very fun farewell. It's not Clem anymore. Go to sleep. We're on our way to Boston. Bye-bye. Who's the jive token now? And we reached the end of our show. And uh, on that note, we bid you farewell. It's only rock and roll. Bye-bye. Good night, Thank you. Good night. Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. The end. They're erasing you. Thank you so much. Good night. And the, the dignity in which you conducted yourself. Shows off God. Wipes his ass with his record contract. Still your middle DJ Sorcery. Until next week. Tune in next week when you will hear us. Slowly the rest, we bid you a fond farewell. Go, bitches. Show's over. I nailed it. Tune in next week. Thank you. Goodness. Bye, radio man. Ian. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Let's call it a night The party's over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again What a crazy, crazy party Never seen so many people Laughing, dancing Look at you, you're having fun But look at me, I'm almost crying But that don't keep her love from dying Misery calls for me the party's over Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all Good things must end Let's call it a night The party's over And tomorrow Start the same old thing again Once I had a love undying I didn't keep it Wasn't trying Life for me was just one party and then another I had to have my party wine Broke her heart so many times And then one night she said, sweetheart, the party's over Turn out the lights
party's over They say that all good things must end Let's call it a night The party's over 